Is this because of the duck thing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, oh. I've not taken this hoodie off in a month and a half. And then when you're done, you feel the most shamed ever. There we go. Always fresh. What the, the story fuck is even classic, happening? Classic sort of story. It came out to high critical claim. And it's Pokemon Snap. If you're pressed to tank, you go <laughs> Like, what Buddy. is going Buddy, on? I was on, I was on edibles. <laughs> Not a pornography. This is a podcast. Uh, and you got the name wrong again. I, I like your duck shirt. Thanks. It's a duck. Welcome to another episode of Based on a True Story. The, the podcast. exorcism of two dads. And the casting of pods. So yep. today. Oh, is man. Like this so, story. So let me let me preface this with I literally just watched this movie for the very first time yesterday yeah like I have, I've, I've never seen this movie this and was, i actually so ended good. up not getting a chance <laughs> to finish it it was like 10 minutes left uh because you know life happens as you, the, dad. the last 10 minutes kind of yada yada the whole thing anyways yeah honestly conclusion in conclusion this um man what a messed up story and what a messed up <laughs> actual event when you realize see here okay oh. we have to say first of all this like ah uh, you know what? We we just let's just talk about it. Let's just talk about I, it. I I say with the last couple, the Conjuring, and I'm extremely skeptical. And then the you know the Amityville that, horror, the Amityville, you know, there's, extremely skeptical. But, you know, but you're mm, you're talking about happened, could have stuff not. flying through the air and all this stuff. These sure. are accounts, firsthand accounts from families, and there are uh, voice recordings. Oh um, yeah of a lot of this that you can find on youtube and we're talking so the exorcism emily rose is the movie uh annalise uh, michelle is the person yes uh, yes so so the movie changes the names of everybody and honestly i don't mind that because saying annalise michelle over and over and over again would be quite a mouthful (laughs) emily rose has a good ring to it you know good for movies yeah, but, and honestly, oh my goodness, a, a lot of this movie is uh, pretty accurate to what uh, the accounts are, except for the very beginning. Now you get about right into the intro. You have a priest and he's called in this doctor and they're doing this exorcism. Now in real life, the doctor was not there. No. And there were the two priest priests instead of one. Priests. Yep. Yes. And this wasn't one exorcism. This was no, over, uh, well over, over um, what was it? Eleven uh, months. Months. Eleven yeah. months. And months. they did sixty-seven exorcisms on this poor woman. This yeah. poor twenty-three-year-old woman. These sessions, these exorcisms, lasted up to four hours. So right there, there's some discrepancy between the movie and real life. And it's not like, oh, well, we beefed it up the movie no no they toned it down they toned this it down a lot honestly they, extreme <laughs> man this is giving me flashbacks from our like lord of the rings how man why did you change the source material it's so good <laughs> you know that's so it's, true so true oh my All goodness right. man another thing was they oh. said the, I think the lawyer said uh, they didn't even believe that the priest was Catholic or anything like that. No, the family was devout Catholic. Devout. They Absolutely. tried for years to get the Catholic church 
to grant an exorcism of her daughter of because their daughter. In the Catholic Church, you're you're not allowed to perform an exorcism unless no, you this have isn't permission the TV, this from isn't the bishops. The comic book slash TV show priest where this dude just runs around fucking exercising demons. You have to, the bishop ha- of your area has to give permission. And you so mean the exorcism eventually... I did on my son the other day wasn't real? <laughs> like that didn't? Because I no, swear no, no, no. he, he no, was possessed. You just he hit was him with a, book. a demon. <laughs> you were just hitting him with a book. I think. No, no, no. no we do not condone uh, child violence here. I love my son very much. <laughs> so eventually, Ernst Alt and Wilhelm Renz got permission. Who are the real these, people? They're the real priests. Yes, these are the. They got permission to people. do these exorcism, and they are actually Catholic priests. Mm-hmm. Or and this or, took place I, in I Germany as well. In the 1960s is when this happened. Like so, it was, yeah, 67 is when the behavior, or mid 60s, when the behavior of her started to become noticeable. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 this is what the movie got right: is she was being treated for epilepsy, yep. and eventually depression and psychosis and all of this is portrayed fairly accurately in very the movie. very um the only thing that kind of they strayed from was uh she the they said that her and the priest decided to stop doing the medication um that she was taking i think that was in real life that was more on her yeah and, yep. and, and, um, and which not, i don't you know, you think it's a little crazy, you know, if you think about it, but she felt that the the medication for the epilepsy and it, with everything going on, it wasn't helping her. She wasn't getting better taking this medicine. And they truly portrayed that in the movie very well. And, and so and one of the things the movie didn't portray very well is this family was deeply religious in real life oh yeah and oh yeah. catholic mass a couple times a week and twice so, a week every week without fail this isn't a person who would have thought well i just need to get my prescription adjusted to and, to and, account for my changing body or what i'm actually experiencing you have to take time to let the medication settle in and then you have to make adjustments no it was this this medication isn't fixing the problem so for four years for four years there's a news article that that ran when when this happened there's a news article from the new york times in 1990 or 1977 that talks about this and she had this medical treatment going on for four years and nothing was helping right so eventually the the other difference between the movie and the real life accounting is the in real life the when she dies she's 23 years old in the movie, in the movie she's, she's 19 18 or 19, 19 19 yep um so she's just starting out in college and that's because they wrapped this movie up this the time span for the movie is in one year short. instead of four so when this actually started happening so they got that right you know she was on this medication for four years she was 19 when she started doing this medication right. they just kind of summed up those four years into a single year in the movie which right I they condensed it yeah you can't have a four-year-long movie um, <laughs> I wouldn't the sit shit that, that happened was fantastic, and a lot of it is true. She went to school. She was uh, in college and mm-hmm. and trying to she she thought she could be living a normal life, but she she starts, would black out, walk yeah, around and not dazed, remember, and not remember anything. Like she was and in that's a trance. All portrayed in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, some of like what the movie 
portrayed wasn't even close to some of the crazy shit that was going on. The recordings they play in the movie, oh my they have recordings. God, oh, I listened to some of these and it is like the voices that she made and that was coming out of her was so guttural and just deep. Look, and I'm not, I'm not saying shit. that it doesn't sound like, like it sounds like it's coming from a, a woman. But if I were growling like that, that intently for that long, I would start coughing like uncontrollably. uncontrollably Man, I start coughing if I do the Gollum voice for three seconds, dude. Right. And she was going on for the (laughs) one I listened to was well over 10 minutes of just a straight clip. Yep. And she didn't break. So the movie's going through this trial. The trial in real life did happen. I don't really know what happened in the trial. But I'm assuming what they portrayed in the movie is not at all accurate to the trial itself. Uh, they never well, are. I mean, first off, in the trial. So in, in the movie, when they go to trial, you have the one priest when there was actually two. You know, you have the family. They're calling people up. And in the movie, of course, they hype up with the trial and they have a very religious lawyer as the as the defense. Well, not the defense. Um. I can't remember the jargon prosecutors. So, but they have a very religious lawyer and then you have, you know, the, the pretty woman who wants to make partners. So she takes on this high profile case and it's, you know, the movie is really good. Honestly, those parts of the movie are just as good as the scary parts. And that's, it's an extremely interesting take on it. Very, very much a movie. And, and the thing is, what the movie misses because they modernize it is uh, when this was actually going on, you're thinking the the Catholic church rarely did exorcism. The exorcism did like, not become popular until after the exorcist movie. Yep. And, and so this wasn't just a, a, well, this is happening all over the place. You know, this thing. is this pop was, culture. This is, these are things happening. So, you know, we have to do this. Exorcisms in a time where exorcisms were not thought to be an answer to anything seems extreme as fuck. Yep. And so he, getting back into the real story. So with, with the movie versus the real story, Annalise She's not getting better with the medication. So she starts to believe that she's possessed. It's her. It's not everybody else around her. She starts to believe that she is possessed. She's starting not just possessed. She's possessed by six demons, six demons. And, you know, she's seeing the face of the devil wherever she goes. So she's hallucinating. She's hearing demons telling her that she's damned and that she's going to rot in hell. You've got Lucifer, Cain. Nero, Fleischmann, Adolf Hitler, Adolf fucking Hitler, man. Yeah. She brought yeah. him. She invented and Judas, name. you know, so you so, have biblical people. You have Lucifer and Cain. You have Judas, which we, you know, we all know the story of Judas. You have Adolf Hitler and Nero, who's one of the, like, honestly, it kind of, the six that are named and she names each one of these. And I listened to it. Obviously, you know, I don't speak German, so I don't know what she was right. actually saying. But I read the subtitles and I listened to when to this exorcism session and it is so off putting. It is honestly, it gave me goosebumps. It was so freaky. And the, the fact that the she voice references change, the, the personalities seem to change. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, honestly, Nero out of all of them 
threw me off because Nero is an ancient Greek, you know, emperor who he he was, I mean, he was pretty fucking evil. He would light fires just to, you know, put them out. So he looked good. These six seem so random. Of course you have your biblical, but then you throw in Fleischmann, Nero and Hitler. That's just now in the movie, oh. they give you the classic sort of exorcist thing where she can torch her body and all this stuff. She did a lot of that. Um, and, and the part in the movie that they get really well is like this. The actress looks sickly. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They did they a fantastic job of portraying at the, at, that. At the time of Annalise's death, she was a 23-year-old 70-pound woman. 68 she pounds. Lost so much weight. And there, the part that's another part the movie got right was she wouldn't eat. Yep, she stopped. No, no, no. She ate spiders. Right. You know, she... <laughs> in real life, this isn't the movie. In real life. We're not talking about the movie right now. She started eating so, spiders. She started doing let, all this... All right, let's, let's get into that. The movie, well, this was kind of <laughs> where I was leading up to, where she would, like, they did a good job making an exorcist thing, but in real life, she was eating hours. She would hide under the kitchen table and bark like a dog for two days straight. She, she bit urinate the head. on the floor. Yep, she bit the head off a dead up. bird. She ate spiders and coal. Like and literally coal. inedible shit, dude. Oh, the only thing and that they showed was, in the movie was, was the spiders. They did show the spiders right. in the movie, and that scene in and of itself is And this is stuff ugh. she did in real life, and it's freakier. They they have freakier shit than what they actually put into the movie. They kind of they tempered it for the yeah, movie. They, they, they calmed it down. Like, uh, was this movie? I can't, I can't remember. Was this movie rated PG thirteen? Uh, probably. Like, I wish, I wish they did a rated R version. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because with how much more source material they truly had, it really could have stepped up. Oh man! So just talking and, about it, and by the end out. of this, <laughs> she eventually passes away. After 11 months, uh, basically from mal malnutrition, yep, uh, her body shut down and uh, dehydration. Uh, this her official cause of death. She she was just too weak. Uh, she wouldn't eat. It, her her it body shut such down. A crazy. That's now, really what it boiled down to. Her body just shut down. It it couldn't sustain itself. It couldn't heal the wounds and the 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 malnutrition that was there. So now there is culpability on her herself. She's an adult, but there's also there was rise into question. Why did the priests not intervene? Call for more medical assistance. Why did the the parents? That's one thing that the movie doesn't really mention. The parents in the movie are just sort of like, oh well, this was one exorcism gone wrong. Well, no, this was sixty-seven uh, exorcisms. So the parents were also tried. In real life, the priests were acquitted. But the parents, they were I mean, actually that, convicted. That depends. Uh, that does. I will say that does depend on what article you're reading. Because <laughs> um, there's one that says that they were all charged but received light sentences. So it's possible uh, there's uh, well, just the, a mix the parents, up. The parents were uh, eventually given time served. Yes. After all, the, uh, I, I believe they said uh, after everything they went through, which uh, whether you agree with that or not. It is neither here nor there. I just think that's a that's a vast difference from the movie where the parents uh, are are just there for um to, to interview and yeah, talk exactly. to. Yeah, man, this truth. But this it's 
it's exhausting. This this whole story is exhausting. It's so unbelievably interesting. And it, it truly just, is. Go go and read some of these articles. Listen to some of these clips from the recordings, and it is truly terrifying to uh, listen to. Some of the stuff she says for being such a, a religious person is fucking foul. <laughs> and, oh yeah, and really haunting. And um, you know, she the, would scream obscenity. She's growling. She's gurgling. Like, and this is each session each of these exorcisms it's the same thing going on and on you know you would think she would completely lose her voice it, she just wouldn't be able to make a sound after 67 of these things yeah and it was every single time this stuff was going on and this is this you know with the exorcisms they performed one to two four hour sessions every week yeah I and mean, oh. <laughs> yeah, I know we're both just like, oh my god, I can't believe. And no, and I don't even, I, I, I can't even imagine what a trial for that would have actually looked like. And, and um, like, honestly, I, it's one of those things that you really wish you were there to just see how this kind of played out. And you know what? One of the really interesting things with this too is. These demons, these spirits, these evil people who are possessing her, it wasn't just that they would come out and say things. No, yeah. they were literally at each other's throats. So while she's, you know, saying all these crazy things and these these spirits and these demons are coming out and talking, they're not just talking to the priest. They're not just saying mean things to the people in the room. No, they are literally fighting each other. They're infighting inside of her. Uh, according to what's going on in the recordings, you know, Hitler apparently, you know, was talking about people are stupid as pigs and Judas says Hitler was nothing but a big mouth and had no real say in hell. So they're literally at each other's throats, which that so this is this now, takes it to this, a whole new level. <laughs> this whole case has been just like a learning oh, lesson oh, oh. for the Catholic Church. Let, let, let me. Let me add one more thing in there that really yeah, did ahead. like blew my mind. So from how often she knelt in prayer, trying to get rid of these demons, she literally broke the bones and ripped her tendons in her knees. Yeah. And she still continued to kneel in prayer with broken knees. She so would still do that. Like this whole there are pictures is of it. Yeah, oh. this whole case has become a, a a learning lesson for the Catholic Church. As always, put a positive spin on it, guys. That's what you do. It's her her grave site is a pilg pilgrimage site for people. Um, yes. When the movie came out, her mom fucking doubled down uh, on this. Said they would they wouldn't have done anything different. Uh, basically, is what they said. Um, I mean, I, I you know you can tell both with the stories that you've heard, the, the articles you read, you know, she was part of a religious family. Religion oftentimes has a very close knit. You love your family. You're going to try to do anything for them. So, you know, it, it it's kind of up in the air because we don't really know her family. We don't really know what's going on, but you know, it, you can truly believe that hopefully her parents didn't want her to die, you know? Right. 
I, uh, it's a it's a crazy story. There's so many more details that you can you can grab than we can cover on on a, a half hour little podcast. But uh, basically, we we say all this to say that the movie did a very good job. And it's not often you get that from a movie. The movie did such a good job, it omitted some of the more terrifying aspects of this case. And whether she was possessed or not, that's for you to decide. Personally, I don't believe in possession. I believe in psychosis and stuff like that. But that's 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 me. I don't fucking matter. Uh, yeah, I mean, it really is. This it, shit's crazy, though. There's There's so many strange things and just weird shit that happened that it it is truly hard to 100% say this was a medical thing. It's also truly difficult to say this was 100% a possession. You know, it it's kind of, it truly is read, read what it is and decide for yourself. Like he said, you know, and, and watch that movie. Cause it's, it's oh, pretty, damn it is good. a really good movie. Yeah. It's a really <laughs> good movie, but do yourself a favor watch the movie and then look up these articles, historydaily.org has some really terrifying pictures to look at uh, oh, yeah. of, um, of her deteriorating, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. both of her Different eyes steps. were like practically solid black towards the end. Her face is sunken in. Oh, it's, it's hard to look at some of these pictures. All that's interesting has a really good breakdown and, mm-hmm. and detailed article. Um, I, I think that's the one that has the, some of the voice recordings, but you can look those up on YouTube also. Yep. Yep. Uh, pretty. Easily. And New York times has an article that ran, uh, July 13th. Um, they, they talked about it. The, uh, this article was July 14th. She, the, the trial happened July 13th. So they literally ran this article the day after. And I think you actually got mixed up because, uh, from what I'm seeing, the two priests were found guilty of manslaughter from negligence and were sentenced, but it was suspended and the parents didn't have anything happen to them. Well, I, I'm just quoting the, the source that I read. Well, I mean, we're, we're both looking at the same source. Oh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> so, but, oh man, I, I don't even, I don't even know what else to say. Uh, there's really not much else to say other than watch the movie, check this out. It's all this out of all of the based on a true story that we did for the 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 Halloween season. This is the one that really takes the cake. It really is the closest, I would say, to being based on the true story. Right. While actually changing pretty much everything, everybody's names and locations and everything like that's that's one of the things that gets me. The other ones kept the locations and the names of the people correct, but they were so and far embellished off on the facts. But yeah, <laughs> but they're so far off and embellished where this one, they changed everything they could while keeping the story as close as they could. And except for the times they had to go, well, that's a bit that's too that's a little too much. Let's back up movie. here, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which you never thought you would hear those words. Um, but guys, if you've seen this movie and you want to talk about it, you want to let us know if there's another true story that you want us to maybe uh, visit sometime later on down the road. Let us know on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, comment on the YouTube video, or just email us at 2dap2020 at gmail.com. You can hit up our Patreon if you want to help support the channel. Next time on Two Dads and a Podcast.
Uh, next week, we're going to have some fun. We, we've got some interviews we've been doing again. Yes. We're going to try and sprinkle some of those in. Um, not sure about the top five yet. That one. I don't know. If, if you guys have a suggestion, um, we sometimes don't decide our top five until the the day before recording. So if you guys have a, uh, a suggestion for top five, let us know. There you go. That's about it. But yeah, really check out the interview for next week because it is with somebody extremely special and it like super, super fun interview. I can't wait to share that one with you for sure. It was great. But as always guys, thank you so much for listening. Whatever I say, um, in this part normally, I love you. Oh, I love you too.